Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 26th of January as the Flyers in Minnesota tonight take on the Minnesota Wild. Uh, they'll wrap up the uh, portion of their schedule before the All-Star break, eight days between games for the All-Star break, Saturday in Winnipeg. Uh, but like I mentioned, Flyers will be in Minnesota tonight to take on the Wild. Good Wild team. This is a team that under Billy Guerin, uh, he took kind of the existing uh, roster and group of players he had. He's been supplementing it as well, clearly with a vision that he, he likes a big, heavy team. They've dropped now, actually, to the fourth spot or tied for or, They've dropped now to the fourth spot in the Central Division of the Western Conference, one point back of the Colorado Avalanche, who are starting to get it together at this point. Uh, but Minnesota, 46 games played, 25-17-4, and 54 points, 4-4-2 in their last 10, plus 11 in goal differential, but they have lost three straight. Flyers come in uh, through 49 games, 20-21-8, 48 points on the season, 5-4-1 in their last 10. They've lost their last two and are minus 23 in goal differential. So it's going to be the Flyers tonight in Minnesota to take on the Wild. The Wild are one of those teams that I'm looking at at the trade deadline and saying, hey, maybe that's a team um, that the Flyers can deal with. And but I, I think they're a team that's also going to look to add at the deadline. Their leading point getter, Kirill Kaprizov, 46 games, 27 points, 30 or 27 goals, 30 assists, 57 points on the season. Uh, Matt Zuccarello having a really good year, more than a point per game player. Matt Zuccarello, uh, 44 games, 45 points, 18 of them goals. And uh, Joel Eriksson-Eck, another good one, 46 uh, games played. He's got 17 goals, 22 assists, and 39 points. So Flyers wild tonight. We'll break that down tomorrow. But in this episode, as promised yesterday, we're going to get to the head coach, John Tortorella. I had a chance to catch up with Torts, talk some hockey. Also welcome Jillian Coker from the PSPCA, talk about some uh, animal adoption as well. So Torts joins us right now. Torts, how you doing? Very good. Very good. Yourself? Doing well. Um, before we get to uh, Jillian Coker from the uh, Pennsylvania SPCA, let me ask you a couple of hockey questions. Let me ask you this first, Torch, because you know you've gone into a new job a couple of times. Have you found the you know level of lack of resistance or buy-in has been there at a level maybe you didn't think of when you first got here, and maybe you're a little long, further ahead in that regard than maybe you thought you'd be at this point? Uh, I, I wasn't. You know, it was such a crazy summer and. Um, a lot of things that was going on with our medical situation and a lot of different things other than hockey, it was busy. But as far as the players, um, I had watched them play last year, did a little tape work when I got the job. Wasn't exactly sure where they were. But, you know, the, the biggest thing that I've, I've tried to concentrate on are the things we can control. And the main one is, is the effort. And... Um, there hasn't been many nights uh, that I have a, a chance to complain about how hard we play. Um, didn't get the results all the time. Haven't got the results all the time. But the biggest thing as far as effort, it's been there most of the time. So I'm pleased about that. I'm not sure if that's answering your question, but I'm very pleased yeah. about that. Well, I mean, part of it, too, is you, you haven't had Cam Atkinson or Sean Couturier play a game for you all year, and those two guys are, are two guys that kind of lead the way. And to yeah. get by, sometimes it takes players to help you do that as well. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, for a while there, we had a ton of injuries. And, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, let, let alone those two guys that aren't even playing with us this year. And I, and I, I think that kind of, you know, that kind of force feeds it a little bit. I think it helps a coach. Uh, you don't want those type of injuries. Uh, and that many, but I think it helps it speed up the process of, 
if we're going to survive here, boys, uh, uh, maybe some of the skills out of our lineup or whatever our line, we, it, it, to, to survive in the National Hockey League when you're as banged up as we were, it, it's playing as a team and playing hard. And, and, I, and I think we've kind of grown into that uh, uh, as we've gone through here in the first half of the year. Yeah, it's kind of getting thrown over the side of a boat without a life preserver. Are you going to sink or are you going to swim? And hopefully figure the fight, or fight kicks in, right? Yeah, you got to figure it out somehow to stay competitive. And I think we've done a really good job, you know, uh, around a 500 hockey team uh, right now and uh, in the midst of a brutal schedule uh, that we've had here the past three or four weeks. Uh, I, I think we fell together pretty good. And I think our, our beginning, especially the past couple games, although we've lost them, I think we've handled ourselves well as far as momentum swings, and we're learning that part of the game also. Torch, you, you guys have found a way to be competitive or win games and play meaningful games in a variety of different ways, whether you know it's a team that really works in transition, plays fast like the Kings did, or it's a team with size like you saw the other night in Winnipeg and you'll see you again on Saturday. Uh, having an ability to, to play different ways is something that, uh, is something really important for your club because you're going to face different challenges throughout when when everything kind of arcs as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you, you, and and this is why we we don't do a lot of uh, uh, we don't do any tape work of the other team other than their special teams. Uh, we'll give them some notes uh, or some thoughts in our six o'clock meeting regarding some of their tendencies, but we spend most of the time on us. And some of the things we need to work at, I think in the past, you know, I I think probably 15, 20 games found a way to score more goals when early in the year, I mean, to get one or two, it was a grind. And so I think we're beginning to learn play different ways. The the, the whole underlying uh, uh, foundation for me, though, is that you have to be hard defensively. You have to block shots and you have to take time and space and be hard defensively. And um still not totally cured as far as how many chances we're giving up but i think we've been pretty consistent uh as far as learning that defensive part of the game towards it seems like kevin hayes game is is clicking back into a really high gear the way he's moving on the ice first and foremost um for hazy looks much more fluid uh maybe thinking a little bit less what are you seeing out of hazy yeah, I, 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 I know Kevin doesn't like it. I know he likes the center position. Uh, I think putting him on wing, uh, I think frees him up a little bit where he doesn't have so much responsibility as far as away from the puck down low under in our end zone as far as coverages. And I think it allows him to work on it. And the most important part of his game is his offense. And uh, one, of the better, one of the better players we have as far as protecting pucks I think he's learned to do that along the wall now as far as playing wing. Uh, really good at protecting pucks in the power play and shooting more. Uh, th- that's a, I thought he struggled on the power play about a month ago for quite a while because it kind of slowed down with him and he always was looking to make a pass. I think he's been more of a threat coming off that wall and shooting, and I think other players are opening up for him. But, you know, when you look at, meaningful games is something you talk about quite a bit and the meaning, uh, you know, meaningful hockey means more. And you guys, you know, when you get to this break here, you're going to come back, you know, you're going to play as much meaningful hockey as you can. And, and meaningful hockey is going to be very important for a lot of these guys because the evaluation period still has a lot of runway left here. Yeah. That evaluation is, isn't going to, uh, 
I, I think there'll be some pretty important meetings at the end of the year uh, as we play our next 30 plus games uh, to give guys a chance to see, to see what we have there. And uh, we've got guys playing a lot of minutes uh, it, it, that no one really expected them to play. And uh, yeah, I, people want, people always ask me, how do you think this guy is going to be? How, where do you picture him? We have no answers yet because hopefully if we keep grinding away here and you play more and more meaningful games as you go towards the end of the year, you find out more about the people. So uh, questions are going to be asked and there'll be no answers until the end of the year. Torch, last thing, you know, before we get to Jillian, when you look at this break you have coming up, a little the, the all-star break with a couple with some days out, what do you want your guys doing over this period of time? Because it, like you said, the schedule has been absolutely mind-blowing. Um, from travel and games and no practice time, how much do you want your guys taking this this period to really recuperate? Yeah, it, it couldn't come at a better time for us. Uh, again, we we've got a number of young players that have have played a lot of a lot of hockey. We've played some, uh, you know, haven't had many days to stop and just get away from the game. Uh, back to backs, five and seven nights, seven and nine nights. It. it it, it, it's been uh, it, it's been a grind, so I, I hope uh, that they just forget about it. A lot of people say, "Well, you have a break," but do they do they completely forget about it? I hope they do, because uh, when we get back, we get right back at it, and it couldn't come at a better time. Yeah, you need to you need that recovery period. Uh, Jillian Coker is going to join us in just a second from the Pennsylvania SPCA towards the Hockey and Hounds dog this week. You know, I, I see the name of this dog, Fridge, and I immediately think of our old buddy Todd Fedorik. And Fridge is usually a rather large man. This dog's a lap dog, which is absolute beauty. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a senior one too, Jason. How it, it found alone? I'm not sure where they found him. Um, it, it ten year old. Uh, it it needs some help. I think it needs some attention as far as some of the bile on Fridge. It, it it's preferably be a better dog. Uh, you know, just would have. Without any other pets, I think it needs some attention. It wants some attention, uh, and you can see the picture. It, it, it's a senior one, and these are these ones are near and dear to 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 my heart because you you find a dog alone, a ten year old, and you just hope you can give it its last few years uh, some love and, and some attention. So I hope I hope people take a look at uh, at the site and take a look at Fridge. It's uh, just a beautiful dog. Well, the good news is too we got we got Hound the dog we had a couple of weeks ago. We got him papers and got him a green card. He's in Canada now. He's been adopted, <laughs> <laughs> which is great news. And Jillian Coker joins us right now from the Pennsylvania SPCA. Jillian, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. How much has it meant for you guys to be able to work with Torts on, on such a great initiative? Oh my gosh, it's such a big deal for us. Um, you know, anything we can do to raise awareness, obviously, of the animals that we have in our care and the work that we do here at the Pennsylvania SPCA is so important. So we've had such a good time so far this year. I mean, we've had a whole bunch of dogs we've named after the team. We've been to some of the games. Obviously, we listen in every week, um, you know, to Torts' interviews and, and hear about the dogs. And we have some really great news. The dog that we featured last week, Hazel, was just adopted. So it really is working for us and, you know, bringing attention to these animals who need it so much and are just, you know, looking for those loving homes. 
Torch, you you made it really clear right away when you got the job that this was this was coming with you and a very important initiative for you and Christine for for many years. Yeah, yeah, and quite honestly, I'd rather spend this time just talking about the animals than hockey. And uh, yeah. but I guess I guess we have to do a little bit of both. And I, I and and just listen to Jillian. I, I I just my wife and I just have so much respect uh, for the people at, in these shelters and, and what they do. Uh, the care they give, the time they spend, um, you know, it, 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 I guess people just have to go and see what goes on in these shelters, how much work is done to, mm-hmm. uh, to give some love to the animals. And uh, uh, we're just so fortunate. And quite honestly, it's just a platform we have. I'm, that's what I'm blessed with as far as being a hockey coach. You have a platform and we can raise the awareness. So we're thrilled to be involved with PAWS, and uh, hopefully this will keep on continuing to grow. Is, is this a time of year, Jillian, where it's a little bit tougher with the winter time? Do you, do you see more animals come in at this time and maybe adoption picks up? It, Yeah, I mean, it is an interesting time for us. Um, you know, we had a really great holiday season where people were coming in and adopting animals, but we're kind of in a weird space right now where it's, it's very slow for adoptions. Um, and alternatively, you know, we also see the cold weather and things like that. So we have lots of animals who are coming in, at least for our organization, who are rescued from cruelty and neglect. So, I mean, it makes it even more important right now to do things like this because we want to encourage people to adopt, you know, any time of year. And of course, also, if you're seeing things, you know, animals who are being left outside in the cold to, of course, call us as well. Um, But I think, you know, what Tort said is so important to come into the shelter. I think people oftentimes think that shelters are really sad places, but truly they are, you know, kind of hopeful and joyful. And there's so much light and love here from the people who work here, who are so passionate about finding these animals homes and, you know, seeing them and getting them on the next step of their journey that we really would encourage people to just come visit if they're thinking about adding an animal to their family we're here to help. We're here to, you know, obviously rehabilitate these animals and get them into those homes. And, you know, like I said, I think it's it's really a hopeful place. And I, I would love to change sort of that, you know, opinion of it being sad and depressing because really we're here to, um, you know, fill lives with joy, not just the dogs, but the families they go into. Yeah, incredibly rewarding. Uh, you, you have the pause online event coming up, the foster information session on February 8th. People can find all about what uh, is involved in fostering and they can find that information out at phillypaws.org slash foster uh, for the info session. Any information you wanted to include on that, Jillian? I mean, I think also just fostering is such an important thing. If you're not in the position to adopt, you know, getting these animals out of the shelter, sometimes they're stressed here or, you know, as it, obviously that dog fridge who that name is, is killing me. I love it so much. Um, but, um, you know, a senior dog, you know, shelter's no place for them. They want to be in a comfy home, you know, resting their bones for however many days, weeks, months, or years they have left. Um, and it's just so important. Maybe you're not in the position to take home a dog or a cat you know, forever. But if you can do it for a few weeks or a month until they get that next step on their journey, it's so important. And the other part of it, obviously, is that it opens a kennel for another animal who is just in desperate need of help. So that is just as important. And Jason, I, I'm certainly no expert. We, we just want to help. But what Jillian's talking about there, I think it, 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 it's just doubly important because everybody thinks when they go to a shelter, they have to bring one home and it's their dog. 
and, and sometimes you just don't get the, the true light of the dog in a shelter because mm-hmm. it does get a little yeah. hectic and, and, and they are a little stressed out. Fostering is so key just to give the animal a chance. And uh, I, uh, and, and that's where I, I, you just hope people understand there's so many different ways to help where maybe you're just not equipped and, and you really don't want to have a forever dog, but to be that gateway just to get that yeah. animal, dog or cat, out to slow it down and then let people see the dog acting that way instead of the, the, just being so hectic in that shelter. That's, the, that's a great road that people can help in. And, yeah. and if they just don't want the whole responsibility of owning a dog, you can be such a great help just to help in fostering. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, everybody can visit philadelphiaflyers.com slash hockey and hounds. All the details on the adoptable dogs of the week are there. Um, and also those hockey and hound shirts are available supporting John and Christine Tortorella Families Foundation uh, for giving back. And you can learn more about there as well about the foundation at tortorellafoundation.org. This was great. Torts, thanks for doing this. Jillian, thanks for doing this. You guys do great work and it makes me feel good being a little bit a part of it. <laughs> Thank you both so much. We're so appreciative and, and hopefully this continues and, and uh, you know, towards we have to have your wife uh, and yourself come visit the shelter whenever you can. We, we like to vote <laughs> down for us a little bit, but Jillian, for you and all the people there, thank you so much for what you do. It's so important. And, uh, it really enjoyed talking with you here. Thank you. Thanks to Jillian Coker and of course, John Tortorella. And you can tell I haven't known Torts very long at this point. It's in year one. What I, what I do know is that his love of animals is really apparent and that his demeanor or his uh, conversation and willingness to have conversation when you get on the subject of animals goes through the roof. So thanks to both of them uh, for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Flyers Wild tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily.